Warning. This podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Did you know that in Japan, letting a sumo wrestler make your baby cry is considered good luck? <laughs> EFTM. Tech, cars, lifestyle. <laughs> this is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long and Chris Bowen. Oh, look, I'm just going to be up front. I've said that five times now because each time the road podcaster machine wasn't recording. So if this feels like deja vu, it is to me anyway and Trev, oh, but not mate. to you. So, Trev, you'd be good luck in Japan, as I've said five That's times. That's the third time you've bagged me for being fat. See, we just, don't normally rehearse just, this, but now I feel like week, we have. Just a week after coming clean about my weight issues, yes. you're now fucking calling me a sumo wrestler, I you am. fucking bald prick. Why would you take a baby to a sumo wrestler tournament? <laughs> like, it's just not on. And they wear nappies. They wear That's nappies. That's not what it's called. And they eat seaweed. <laughs> That's not what it's called. They skip no. breakfast too. In sumo, yeah. a mawashi mm. is the belt or loincloth right. that the rikishi Wears during training or competition. Fair enough. Uh, they're, they're fit, these blokes. I'm a washi. They're probably fitter than us, even though some of them weigh 600 pounds. What? Are, like what's? So you got to chuck the other bloke outside the circle. That's it's the like, point it's like of the wrestling. tug of war, isn't it? You know, it's the opposite You're tug of war. Yeah, against and to go over a line. Yeah. Yeah, right? I it's, guess so. I've never, uh, I've just seen the costumes, and you know the yeah. like footy show where they wear the blow up ones and yeah, make it I know so that's mean. really like, my like, only experience with sumo wrestling. Like the Michelin Man. <laughs> anyway, just an interesting fact, true <sighs> as usual, sourced straight from the internet, so it must be must be true. Bowen's facts. That's, it, uh, that's what they are. I, I think we should uh, move on with the rest of this riveting podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Take five. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. I'm really struggling if you laugh. It's been a good laugh. start to the day. The day? It's the... I mean, let's be clear. You're leaving after this. Yeah. Four o'clock, we knock off. It's on the door. And uh, I like rules are... and I like structure. I'm going to get that changed. Yeah. <laughs> when do you leave? Five, five thirty. What time do you get home? Five thirty-five. Yeah, just drive. I get home at five thirty-five too. What's your point? I drive a long way, so Is I have to leave earlier. That's not the that's not the employer's fault. That that's you're not technical. Well, I'm a director, yeah. so <laughs> if we're going to change the company structure during a podcast, we can do it. But I don't know how that works, like legally. Legally, you've actually put in place a structure <laughs> where you have no say on what time I leave. Oh, basically. Just speaking of having no say. Yes. <laughs> um. I was thinking about... Remember I said to you the other day, we've got a lot of stuff downstairs. Yeah, we do. I'm going to go through it. That's why we rented an office, basically. <sighs> I'm going to sort it into piles cannot. of stuff I need to put away. Yeah. Stuff that's really good for... Really when we, good. we often get requests for donations. We do. For, mm-hmm. Like charity events. Good causes, yep. And we also like doing giveaways. Sure, you love And it. then there's a bunch of stuff I need to keep because it's either so out there, wacky, or yep. it's a one-off that it might come up on the Today Show again, so I hold on to it. Or I want it, yep. <clears throat> that's just That just doesn't matter. <laughs> so... What I'm thinking is I'm going to have a pile of stuff that's going to be there for our donations. Right, good cause. Or good yep. cause yep. pile. And I've already started. I've got two buckets. Two buckets. Of two of those big, you know, empty, yeah, yeah. Uh, clear containers you get from Bunnings. Yep. I've got two of those just full of stuff. Good stuff. But like the mechanism for giving that away. Yeah, the mechanics. Very poor. Well, well, what is poor. it? Oh, no, I've had an idea. Like just to start us off. Right. Just to get rid of a bit. Okay. I'm a bit disappointed in the number of reviews. Oh, of right. The EFGM podcast. All right, through the iTunes. That's right. 
store. So I'm encouraging everyone to go to iTunes. When was, um, it, when was the last review? So, oh, it's actually just a couple of days ago. Oh, that's good. But before that, the 1st of May, before that, December. Mm. So I'm encouraging people to leave a review. And you need to, there is actually three EFGM podcasts in the iTunes store. Yes, there are. Um, that's for reasons that our legal team will look into at some point. Exactly. Um, but the one you need to leave the review on is the one that has 279 ratings. That's the you'll one. You'll know you're in the right place. Yeah. It's five stars. Two oh, stars you'll know. You'll know for sure. So the last review, and yeah. if you're able to identify yourself mm. by email. So what you need to do is leave a review, yeah. take a screenshot of the review, okay, and then identify yourself via email. That's a very good idea. Okay. So the uh, best podcast, five stars what, by Extreme. What sort of price range are we looking at with these gifts? No, no, that's the thing. I'm just gonna mm. I'm just gonna pick a gift yep. based on what I think the personality of the person is. So there's not like a seventy five inch T V sitting in there, is there? No. Nah. Cool. No, we're talking um, headphones and stuff like that. Yeah, okay, fair <laughs> enough. So this one by Extreme What they um, say? Says love the podcast, guys. So do I. I've been listening to two blokes for years. Mm. Love this podcast as uh, much or even more. Oh that's funny nice. as. Thanks. Informative and love Bowen's fun facts. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. I, I got, I got more of you want. But as every week passes, I'm more convinced that John and Bood is dead and buried in Trev's backyard. Where is John? <laughs> Either way, the show is friggin' awesome. John's got university. He's actually yeah, a that's, student. That's the problem. Studying yeah. very important things that'll give him a career that'll outpace us in terms of so earnings. We've, we've let him go. <clears throat> No, he's still writing. Is he still reviews. part of the CES sort of crew? <coughs> yeah, he'll be there. He'll be back. He'll be back. Um, the <laughs> other review is uh, My Happy Place, 3rd of May by mm. Ben Lux. Yeah, go. Yeah. And I'm just not going to censor this for you. Uh, yeah, just say it. Do you listen? Just fucking love the new format with Trev and the Bodog. Sick. Some other guy called John who drives an Audi but should drive a Prius. Well done. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> a real insight into all things tech and cars without the BS. Keep up the great work. Mm. Also, where's Greg? Yeah, well. Yeah, he's he's parted. He's yeah. gone. We he did. Left. He's on other platforms. Yep. Did you know in 1986 Apple launched a clothing line? I'm sorry, what? Did you know also that sea otters hold hands when they Listen, sleep so they don't drift just apart? Just because one person says they love your fun facts doesn't mean that you should repeat more rubbish okay. facts. Okay, it just gave me inspiration. <coughs> so, uh, go to the EFTM podcast on iTunes, leave a rating or a review. Yep. Um, I'm just going to say first 20. Yeah. Because if we got 200, we might not have enough. No, movies. let's not. We'll be empty. In fact, here's what I'll say. Yeah. First 20, yep. get... Uh, a piece, a, ga- a gadget. Now, these right. gadgets will have all been opened and put back in their boxes. Yeah, yeah, used. Uh, they're not actually used, yep. but like they might have been out on display on the Today Show and I put them back in the box. Just remember that toothbrush in. I used. <coughs> That's not there. Okay, good. So you, you, you'll get some form of headphones or battery or some cool thing. Yep. Your first five, the first twenty get a get an actual yep. like cool gadget. Mm-hmm. First five get an EFTM hat as well. That's the mechanics of the EFTM random giveaway. Just, I like it. Email address should we give out? Uh, just give out the, the main one. Editor. Editor at EFTM.com. Make it easy. Just drop us a note. That's it. And away you go. Done. Look, I'm just going to come out and say it. Hmm. We fucked up. We fucked up. We fucked up big time yep. during and, and the look, week. The idea had merit. Yeah. Um... The idea shouldn't have... I don't believe it should have turned out the way it did. No, I, I'm the same. We, a friend of mine, yeah. uh, shout out to Stacey, sent me an, uh, a photo after a weekend in Bathurst with his family yeah. saying, did you know about this? And yeah. it was a photo of an NRMA charger right. near the information centre in Bathurst next to six or seven Tesla superchargers. Exactly. Yeah. And I went, oh, I'll be honest, I did not know. No, it lie. And I then found out the mynrma.com.au forward slash EV mm. website has a bunch of chargers they've installed across New South Wales yep. on the ACT. And it's they've great. got a network they're building. Yep. And I looked at it and went, 
Hang on, we've got the Hyundai Ionic. Mm-hmm. It goes 230 k's. Yep. Bathurst Visitor Centre. Yep. 196 kilometres from Easy. the office. Yep. Let's go. You know, the idea was let's go. Yeah. And show how the NRMA charger works. Let's have a crack. It wasn't actually, let's see if a car can make it there. No, that wasn't the intended purpose. Spoiler alert, we fucking didn't make it. We didn't make it and it snowed. And fucking thing sucks. It did. <laughs> it really did. We were stuck in a car for an hour and a half, 27k short of Bathurst, because we found out a number of things about electric cars. Now, when, when we start these little videos, yeah. Um, Oh, there's no doubt I, I expected we'd need to put some theatre into it because I thought it'd be quite boring. No doubt. I thought we'd get to there and charge it and that'd be the end, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I actually got up in the morning. Yep. Um, I was going to come half an hour before you because the you know the 1% of charge used from my house to here. Yes. I wanted to make it up. Yeah. So I got here. When I left home, it said 198 kilometre range. Mm. I got here, plugged it in, and, and it was charging. When mm. you got here... I broke the news to you that it didn't actually say 230 kilometres at 100% mm. charge. It said 198. And I said, look, it happens in the early morning. And you said, it'll come back. Yeah, look, I said, it look, it up. fluctuates for some reason. I've noticed that. It's one of the quirks of the Ionic. It does. Yeah, it does fluctuate. on a range of things. Yeah. But as we set off, and all of this is on a video. Yep. And quite a humorous 22-minute video. Yeah, one of our best, I reckon. On YouTube yep. and, and the Facebook page, yep. facebook.com forward slash EFTM online. Just search EFTM on Facebook. You'll find us. That's it. Hit, a, hit like. We get a little... Uh, every time it, yeah, someone yep. hits like... Smell. We get, we get a little cheer in the office. It's good it goes fun. off. Yeah, it's great. So, um, you know, what I worked out early on was the best way to describe the range issues mm. were uh, through the difference mm. between the destination and the range on the car mm-hmm. in a number of kilometres. Mm. The problem was when that hit deficit, yeah. i.e. the number of kilometres to go mm. was more than the range on the car. And exactly. Bowen, yeah. it never got better. Never got better, it got worse. And it got worse. And we've subsequently learnt the cold weather really does take a toll on range when it comes to a battery. In any yeah. appliance, to be honest, let alone a car. And to be honest, again, we ventured into territory where it was more than just cold. It was a blizzard. Hey, it was snowing. The it car snowed had an inch of snow on it. Hardcore at Sunny Corner, ironically, and uh, <laughs> that's where we broke down after two men pulled over in their ute and pushed us up the hill into a safer area behind the Armco. Which we didn't video because we weren't really thinking about content at that point. <sighs> we were literally going, how did this happen? I was thinking about not dying. Yeah, I, mean, I nearly did die by pushing that car up, up hill. that hill. They're not, they're not light electric cars. Let me tell you, those batteries no. weigh a fair bit. But wasn't it an adventure? And uh, I know how they have appreciated it because they liked one of our posts. So there's no ill will there. But we certainly didn't intentionally do what no, we did. There's no way I would have done it if I really thought we we're going to break down. No, well, because said, it was a waste of time, really. I said to Amanda when we were going to do it, she said, well, what happens? I went, well, it won't be a problem. Mm. But she, I said, worst case scenario. Right. Um, I said, I'll just get a hire car back to... Uh, if the, if the char- I was thinking if the charger doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. If we get there yeah. and the supercharger, the fast charger doesn't work... Yeah. What would we do? And I said, That's I'd right. hire a car, come home. Bowen yeah. could take the car to his outlaws, it's that, but plug I it in. Charge because I did today's show this morning. Had yeah. to be home. Had to be home. Yeah. So Can't that be. was my that was my only thing in my head. What if we get there and the charger doesn't work? And ironically, yeah. we got there yeah. and the charger didn't work. Yeah, it had an error message. Yeah, which simply required us twisting the emergency stop. Someone button. had twisted the emergency stop button for some reason. Um, Someone had pushed it. We had to twist it. But it was an interesting experience. I mean, the tow truck driver, James, did a great job from Bathurst. Haven't they had a good chuckle on Facebook? He's had a great time. And that would have been the first time, was the first time he's ever picked up an electric car stranded on the side of the road. But gee whiz, it was an experience, Trev. I mean, we were sitting there for an hour and a half. We could have walked over the hill to a servo, which wasn't too far away, but we stuck together nice and cosy in the Ionic as the snow fell. We wouldn't have walked over the hill, A, because it involved walking, and B, it was bloody cold. It was freezing. Like, we're talking three degrees and and, and a wind, a gale. We had a gale. 
uh, a really strong headwind. Wind headwind yeah. too. But look, there's there's two other things I want to mention. The route we took, I was suspicious of because I was acutely aware of the long, slow gradient to Katoomba on the Great Western Highway. It just keeps going up and up and up and up and up. And all the way home, we didn't have a problem. We got back to the office with 30 k's to spare going via the Bell's line of road. Now, I think that if you go straight up really quickly and then go along the top of the mountains, which is relatively flat, barring a few undulations here or there, and then down quickly, which is what the Bell's line of road is like, you're more likely to make it to Bathurst. Whereas the Great Western Highway, the route we took, the long, slow climb, the cold weather, and then the, the really quick drop down into the valley towards Bathurst was counterproductive for us. I don't think it makes I think it was a route difference. issue and a weather issue. <laughs> Didn't make a rat's difference. You reckon? You're still going to go up the I understand how we made it back then. <clears throat> because it's all downhill. It's not all downhill. <laughs> you draw it, mate. Get an elevation. Has anyone driven from, from Lithgow to Richmond? To down there. You get, from Lithgow, it's one of the... Uh, no, but the to- I'm talking about the total. The grand total mm. is downhill. Yeah, I don't think like so. You don't end up going into the ocean one way and not the other. Bathurst is at 650 metres. is about 1,200. Yeah, but all that matters is Lithgow down. Yeah, well, Lithgow's probably about 400. And then we went up probably to 1,200 again. Then we went down. Not just, well, I guess the Hawkes River sea Same level. Same thing you do going the other way. You go up to Mount Victoria and you go down. I just don't understand what happened. Well, there's back. only one way to find I'm out, ladies go, and gentlemen. I'll do it. I will do it. Take I'll, the Ionic. I'll take the Ionic take by the, the bells Ionic. on a road when it's 35 degrees. And, but more importantly, yeah, yeah. drive back down the Great Western Highway. No, uh, I won't be doing that. Well, no, you have to. That's the only way to prove the point. Right. You should, you'll get back here with 40 k's range. Yeah, okay. You reckon? Yep. Yeah, see, I don't know. Because the Great Western Highway descent yeah. has less ups. Yeah, I've just I've spoken to other motoring people, and they, they concur with me that the Great Western... You've spoken to one bloke, your cousin. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well he's tried it. He's done it with a Tesla towing a frigging caravan. It's just, anyway, we'll see. We will see. I think, if Kiande let us keep the car long enough. All, all we know, yeah. most importantly, is that cold weather has a massive impact a on big batteries. big impact. Up to 20% less range, they And reckon. the the Renault we found out, they actually market that yeah. on their website. Yeah. They actually say, summer range, yeah, 300 Ks, winter range, 200. 100 kilometres difference well, that, because it's cold. They've got to fix that problem in the future, somehow. The battery tech needs to come a little bit further and more forward in terms of advancement. You can't have a car not travelling an extra 100 kilometres just because it's cold. People aren't going to cop that shit. So Tesla have a thing where if you're driving toward a supercharger... Yeah. And I know Fennec does this when he's here. Mm. He When he gets in the car, he says, I'm going to go to supercharger. So the car warms up the free, battery. Free top up, yeah. No, oh, okay. it warms up the battery. Pre-warm it. Yeah, oh, like, he's a cheapskate. He's never paying for yeah, electricity at home. Yeah, yeah. He, he just tops it up at the bloody supercharger, yeah, yeah, even though he's got a wall charger at home. Yeah, that's ridiculous. all good. That's really but no, cool. on the way to the supercharger, it warms the battery. Yeah, you've got to treat the battery like the Formula One tires. Ready, yeah. ready for charge so that it takes the charge quicker. Yeah, right, okay. So there's a whole bunch of battery... Management. A lot of quirks. Even the charger at Bathurst wouldn't put 100% back into it. It only went to 94. Because that last bit must be just so hard. It just goes, down. get off. You're here too long. Go away. 94% is enough. It, well, it is enough, really. It is, well, it was. We're here, sitting the, here now, as opposed to in Bathurst. In, I don't reckon, the, yeah, 94. It's not that big a deal. It's not really. No, it's 6%. Six, mate, yeah. it was probably 6Ks for yeah. us. Also, we dropped 6K. I'll we point out, I, drove, I, I actually drove back to, you drove on the way there. I think uh, the driver had a bit to do with it. It's just... That's just bullshit. Uh, but I just, mate, I knew how to fucking just get that throttle and the regen, the balance, mate. It's all about the balance. It's a constant game. It's just a constant game. Basically, you don't pay attention to driving. You're just playing a game with the electric motor. <laughs> That's all you're doing. Lift off, game. lift on, lift $50, off. $50,000 computer on. game. Yeah, it is. Anyway, good times. I really enjoyed it, Trev. Let's do more of that.
I reckon. More electric cars are coming this year. Let's get hold of every single one of them and drive them until they're flat. Well, that's just granted us no no electric cars from this point on. <laughs> I can tell you right now, I categorically never need to see another electric car run out of battery. Yeah, no, we're across it. I've done that now. We saw the turtle logo. There's no reserve. There's no reserve. There's no redundancy. That's it. Flat's flat. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Last Sunday, Trev, uh, here in Sydney, this may be, you know, a little bit the Sydney bubble media talking here, but... We've got a new form of transport in Sydney's northwest. It's called the Sydney Metro, and I boarded it just like you did for the free day uh, with little Henry, and we went for a ride. We're talking about a multi-billion dollar public infrastructure spend, the biggest public transport infrastructure trend. I can't speak. (laughs) Fuck me dead. Infrastructure spend in our nation's history. Massive. It is huge. It's got 15 kilometres worth of train tunnels, the longest ever drilled or bored in Australia. Eight new stations, I think. Um, and a it's incredible. Elevated rail line through the northwest. And a huge sky bridge that runs five k's. It's uh, it's genuine infrastructure. You know when governments talk about infrastructure. Yeah. Um, you know. The, the highway here, the highway there. To be honest, highways are expensive. They're big work. Even the yep. bloody uh, uh, splitting of the Pacific Highway up north to Brisbane. Mm. I know it's it's a, it's a very big thing, but mm. a road is just another road. That's I right. Think, to the average show. Yeah. This is physically something new. So we, uh, you went on the morning. I went on the afternoon with the kids. I took them, and Harry did like he's seven. Mm. Uh, I'm like, mate, we're going to go see the new trains. Yep. And I, he said, what do you mean? I said, there's new trains. Yeah. No drivers. No drivers. And he goes, does that mean there's no more train, grandma train? Yeah. We have, there's a special train. I said, mate, no. let me find the map. We got yep. the map. And the I map. said, listen, yep. see all these lines? These yep. are these existing trains. They're not going anywhere. They're exactly the same. This little blue one here, yep. it's a brand new train line. There has never been a train on there before. Mm. Um, there has never been a train in this area. We're mm. going like this is pioneering Uncharted stuff. territory. Really exciting. Yeah. And the kids were pumped by it. Yeah. Because I can't think of another thing that's opened no. that is that dramatic. The Harbour Sydney, Bridge would have been the last thing. Sydney Sydney's second airport will be interesting, but it won't be that dramatic. No, no exactly. it's just another airport. Yeah. Automated driverless trains. Even the trains themselves are completely different. New York-style metro yep. subway, subway trains style. where you probably stand up most of the time holding the little handles on the roof. I didn't, We went in the afternoon. I don't know. You went really early. Yeah, it was crammed. I was at the front too. You got to the front, didn't we you? Got to the, we the went back. to the back. Yeah, and yeah. Backwards. But, the, I mean, the train was crammed, but yeah. we still, it was comfortable. Yeah, I guess by that end of the day, it sort of, well, I was there at 11 o'clock when it started, so I was probably the third train to leave. Um, did you get the little band, by yeah, the way? Yeah, mate, when I saw that. I saw that on your post. Yeah. And I'm like, if I don't get that band, you have to get that band. I'll be filthy. We oh. didn't get one. Didn't get one. Didn't get one. Got got the milkshake. Went back to the station. Oh. When we went back to Rousel Station, the lady there was handing them out. I went, oh, beautiful. Thanks very much. Right. Okay. I would have been. I would have tweeted Gladys, Gladys if I didn't get one of those. <laughs> Look, there's a broader issue at play though. Yeah. There has been a few problems. Yeah. And there are a few skeptics. There was a breakdown while we were at Thornley train yep. station, mm. about to go to get the metro. Yep. There was a breakdown. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a nightmare. Yeah, nightmare. But it wasn't in there. Yesterday, the communications centre lost track of one of the trains, no, so yeah. they had to stop an it. autonomous driverless train. Yep. They, they lost track they of it. They lost track of it. It was lost in between stations. But thankfully, they must have, like, secret drivers on board because this driver just – because you can open the front panel and start driving the thing if you've got the right key. You can literally manually control the train at the front like a driver. and that, Well, that's what happened. That's how they moved the train that was lost and stuck in the tunnel, it honestly. Mu- it must be. For the first X number of months or years, there are going to be people on board. 
Yeah, well, I guess so. Yeah, like you know, you get those uh, air marshals you're not aware of on That's planes. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Like air marshals yeah. on planes. He was ready to go. That bloke. He said, "Yes, it stopped. Let's have a crack." But anyway, that happened. And uh, look, for safety reasons, the platforms have their own opening screen doors, so you, people can't fall onto the track. So the trains do need to stop precisely at the stopping position at the end of the platform for the trains on the door to line up with the, tra- the doors on the platform. They are overshooting. Mine overshot twice. Uh, by about a foot, but then it reversed. Uh, the braking needs to be worked on. Did you find that? No, ours was fine. See, someone was suggesting that there were so many people on the train, they are almost overloaded, so the braking system wasn't quite comprehending what the hell was going on. Yeah, right. So we were coming to a really shut... Like, you had to hold on to those handles, otherwise you'd go flying. But look, it's it's a great thing. Hey. It's like people are complaining about the train being a few minutes late. That's not running to schedule. There is uh, look not running to a timetable sounds great. Like show up and, and go. But if you do have a connecting service like a bus, it's handy to know when the train's coming. So you, I get that. You know yeah. what I mean. So that's not quite happening you at know the what? moment. <clears throat> this may just be me, but yeah. I always assume that I'm either going to miss or it's going to yeah, be yeah. late, and I go one earlier. Exactly. Yep. Like, Always get there early. Who's timing their run yeah, to the point where one yeah. problem, one yeah. minute delay yeah. is going to be a problem? People are whinging. Like, the yeah. best one you were saying to me in the early, that, that first part of the week was people were complaining that the services were promised to be every four minutes and yeah. they're only every ten. Well, if you read the, yeah. the, the, they're the not actual doing that for a while. publication, they're, yeah. they're saying that's that's after they get it fully yeah. running and all the trains running. Exactly. I mean, it's capable of doing it every two minutes, apparently. You know what? It just proves yeah. what a... Bunch of fucking whinges we are. Well, I'm just disappointed. I mean, a lot of it's through Twitter. I think the vast majority of people think it's great, but you do just just get those dickheads on Twitter who just have to have a crack. And I reckon most of them haven't even been on it. And I reckon most of them don't live out that way. And some television networks are just waiting, waiting with their chopper to hover above a scene where a train has stopped for 30 seconds or more and film it for the night's news. We're four days in. Yeah. Everyone calm down. This yeah. is the best public transport piece of infrastructure I've seen in this country ever. Because even what... It's amazing. In Sydney, they're building a light rail. Yeah. Um, they built like Was it you that said they built light rail yeah. in Canberra and it's like, yeah, yeah. it just happened? It just happened. Oh, it took a while, but they got it done. But but here, they're, they're yeah. really struggling. Yeah. When that opens, I don't think it's going to be that big a deal because it's just trams. Yeah, like yeah. It's just... I don't know. It just feels like an extension. Just the tram, you know, goes to the SCG and beyond and also, to Ramwick. The big thing I said to the kids on the way back as we were on the normal train. Yeah. Going from Epping to Thornley, I said, kids, I don't know that you can even appreciate this, but just imagine we lived around this area, Pennadils, Thornley, wherever, yeah. where we have buses on every bloody corner. Yeah. We have train line going right up the centre of the bloody thing. Yeah. And just imagine we didn't have that. Exactly. Just imagine we had to go, drive somewhere to catch a yeah. bus. It'd be chaos. And, and then, but, but just imagine they then opened a train line. Exactly. That I mean, it's phenomenal to yeah. think about the... Infrastructure advance that that is yeah. that's been promised for decades, exactly, and yeah. finally delivered. This is not a political thing because yeah. it was a liberal government. Uh, forget that. Yeah. This is just simply saying when a, when something's actually done right, mm. can we just be happy with it? Yeah, exactly. And also, one other thing I discovered about the system is if you live close to a metro station, like at uh, the Ponds, for example, you have access to this uh, on-demand bus service. That's going to fail. Uh, it's an app. Really? You, you think so? There's an well, app called Cooey where you can call a bus so and it'll just lob at your house. They've got that happening in the eastern suburbs. Yeah. 
Do you reckon it's failing in the eastern suburbs because a they're all rich and they've got cars, yeah. and b there's already public transport? Where are they? Yeah, where or is it because it's just that extra thing to do? Yeah, they're trialing it in like Buddy Rose Bay. Yeah, it's a relatively new area, the ponds, and it's quite a you know spread out suburb. I think it's a perfect situation to have that system up and running. I don't know how it works. I mean, you know, it's well, you gonna, showed me the app. It's like it's, Uber. It's not going to come to you if there's just one person, is it? I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah, well, I mean, it's only like a 12, 13, 14 seater bus, I guess. It's quite yeah. small, and then it takes you to the station. So, well, time. Will tell. I've got to tell you that my wife reckons that the traffic has definitely changed on really? uh, Windsor Road and the M2. So it is. I mean, it's tens and tens of thousands of people are getting on the train. The car parks along Windsor Road, which are phenomenal, even they look great. They're almost full. I'm hearing that Bella Vista is consistently full already, and up at Castle Hill as well. So plenty of people are using it, and that's cars off the road. More good news. More good news, people. Just stop whinging. Stop whinging. Can we be positive? Be positive. We're a hard-working nation and we don't just complain for the sake of it, do we, Trev? EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. And we do a little thanks to the good people at JBL. And if you're looking for serious party sound, the JBL Party Box 300 is ideal. It's only 600 bucks. When I say only $600, it's like a 15-kilo speaker that's as big as a toddler. Yeah. Uh, it has JBL signature sound. has light shows on the front, so it lights up the party as well. Awesome. Um, portable with a rechargeable battery. It's actually got uh, 18 hours of battery life built in. No way. Plus, you can charge all your devices off it. You've got microphone and guitar inputs, Bluetooth streaming, USB playback. It's bloody well got everything. It's a great device. Uh, you can find full details at the JBL website, which you can also link to directly from EFTM.com. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Uh, now, this came up during the week. Uh, we were talking about Uno or Uno, uh, the card game. Uno. It's, oh, well, I say Uno. I don't know it's why. It's Uno. It's what? It is Uno. It is Uno. 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 Yeah. So it's not Uno. No, it's not Uno. Uno. Uno, as in uno, do, tre, uno. Well, look. Because it's Uno, one bloody card. If you're saying Uno. Yeah. I mean, we've had this debate on Facebook. Look, I only speak English. So I don't know what language. Joke. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Go on. That's all I've got. But look, the broader topic of these sorts of games that you know don't involve watching TV or playing a PlayStation, having your family entertained via board games came up. I just cannot do board games, Trev. I can't do it. Should we have a games night? I've I've played Monopoly once on a very elaborate Monopoly set where it felt like real cash, and you know the cars were made of gold and all that sort of thing. So. I enjoyed Which that. What fucking house were you at? Oh, my auntie Leanne, she's rich. She married this Greek bike who was loaded. And it was like a sister. You sure it wasn't just real cash? No. <laughs> well, they are Greeks. <laughs> Where's the cash? <laughs> hey, I'll, Nev. My uncle, hey, Nev. Nev. Here, there's no cash. I'll give you 10 seconds to get to that door or I'll shoot you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Bang. That's what he did. It's a classic. Anyway. We should put that on. There was a bit of cash around that family. but I've um, yeah. the Holden... Classic Monopoly edition. Oh, bring yeah. it in the office. We'll play Monopoly tomorrow. There, there are lots of... Do you play di- Monopoly tomorrow? Yeah, we can, well, I think if we had to play Monopoly... What are we live streaming We, we live stream a game of Monopoly. Okay, we'll do that for content. I'm prepared to do it for content. Do you know how long a game of Monopoly goes? Yeah, or potentially forever. But you know what? If it means I have to write shit all day, I'm happy to just take a day off playing Monopoly. <laughs> you know, it's interesting as watching paint dry. But the board games... Like particularly when you have to participate in it, and like when you're standing there by yourself, like what's it, Pictionary or what's oh, the other yeah. game? Well, you got to stand there and gesticulate charades. and like a mime, charades, all that shit. No, I'm out. I, I, I have just, you played? You've never played? Uh, what's that one where 
it's really weird cards. It's a very popular modern game. Oh man, everyone like, listening is going, like, like you poker? idiot. It's that. Nah, See, nah, I, nah. I, I can't play oh, any card you, game. You, you, I can't grasp the concept. Cards against humanity. Cards against humanity. I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard of that one. It's awful. You, you, like, it's it's an awful game because if you're not, like, uh, I, I could, you know what? Me, you, Stig, and Johnny could play it because we know each other just well. Just remind me what. I, I'm trying, you, I think you get, I played it. You get a card. Yeah. It's a party game for it's horrible it's people. It's quite crude. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you get a like a card and then you've got to match it with another one. So yes. it's like, you know, oh, look, I can't even give it an it's example. It's like insults get handed yeah, it's, it's essentially yeah. insults, but it's also a bit filthy. Yeah, right. It's just a whole bunch of badness in it, right? Yeah. But see, we could play that because I think we know each other's dark personalities. We've said enough awful yeah. things to each other. We have. We're essentially, there's no, no offence could be had. No, we've right? had big blues. You called blues. me a fucking sumo wrestler at the start I of the show. You, I've called you far worse. But, but we played this. I even left your notes. We, well, <laughs> <laughs> I've still got that. Yeah, good. We yeah. Are, <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you know I've got the jolly draw downstairs. Maybe I should, yeah. yeah, put it in there, put frame it. Barcelona yeah. draw. Yeah. Um, uh, I remember playing it with a group of friends and my wife once. And my wife yeah. is not a prude. No. She really doesn't get crude jokes. Right. So this was just like, it was a bit too much. Okay, and I just, got I you. Yeah, really my wife's awkward. a bit like that too. It felt really awkward to she's play She's not crude, the but she's a bit too pure. But see, my wife, there's no way my, my wife would yeah. sit and play Monopoly with us either. Right. But I'll play with the kids. Yeah, that's fair I'll enough. smash them. Yeah. See, my wife would, but I wouldn't. You wait till Henry gets to six and seven. No. Mate, they fucking hate losing. What about dominoes? I'm happy to play. Do- like, how do you play? I, just, I know how to stack them and push them down. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I'll no. do something like that. Happy to do that. But and and Jenko, what's it? Where Jenga, you yeah, Jenko? Yeah, that's I'm, good. I'm happy also, to do that. The one, what's the one we've got at? Uh, we've got the Toy Story version of it, where it's like yeah. a barrel. Yeah. Uh, but you put sticks through it, and you put like monkeys on top. Yeah. In this case, it's Toy Story characters, and you pull the sticks out, and you got to try not to let oh, anything fall, yeah. and things fall down. Hungry, hungry hippo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trouble. I tell you what. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Here, that a, is here, a good one. Here's a Facebook post for tomorrow. Yeah. Favorite board game. Well, favorite board game. We'll we'll do Monopoly live. <laughs> Let's have a board game day. I was thinking about Twister. We're Let's not have gonna, a board game day. We're not going to play Twister. No. Imagine me and you play Twister. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be just not on. What's that game that adults play where they put the keys in a bowl? Oh, that. Oh, swingers. Oh, is that swinging? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not we, twisting. We better not talk about that one then. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, all right, well, we'll do that tomorrow. You know my then. suburb. Um, what? It's a funny story, but it comes up every time Can we I, really? go to people's houses. Yeah. Uh, if you don't live in my suburb, you live in a different one. People say, oh, well, that suburb. Yeah. Um, it's where all swingers are. Well, right. What are you talking about? So we, we there's this history right. in my suburb about swingers. Swingers. But anyway, over the years, because yeah. I've been copying this for four or five years now, yeah. over the years, the story has evolved and I've worked out what it is. Right. I've worked out why people associate my suburb with swingers. swingers. Why? And cul-de-sacs and swingers, which I live in a cul-de-sac. You do live in a cul-de-sac. Don's Party was filmed here, up the road. Don's Party. Oh, you may go to watch it. What is it? It's, a, it's an Aussie Aussie movie. It's a pornographic movie. Well, it's 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 adult in nature. It wouldn't How have made you know the family it? time slot. Okay. Well, I've heard about it now over the years. Right, okay. So it was filmed in this area, I, and that is why the suburb has that reputation. It's not really because people do that. Uh, I certainly do. It is an amazing world, the world of swingers. I was at a pub. <laughs> I was at a pub once uh, for a work function, which involved having dinner upstairs, where there was a restaurant, and downstairs was the pub. Was and it someone's sixtieth? No, no, it was what just was a, a, a the show I worked on at the time. We were having oh, okay, a function, right. yep. and it wasn't that show. It was the other show. Okay. I just want to make that point clear. <laughs> um, 
My oh, wife. Think, is it the same venue I'm thinking of? Wasn't that show? No, um, but is it the same venue I'm thinking no, of? No, it's in Surrey oh, Hill somewhere, okay, so right. you can see how this sort of thing happened. Downstairs is the pub. My wife arrived late. She was coming as well. So she went into the pub and said, I'm here for the party. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was a swingers function taking place in the pub. They booked the pub. So they said, no, this is a swingers function. Um, where's your partner? Because apparently it's not good if you show up by yourself. Well, that's not swinging. That's just... No, that's just... Just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's really weird. But when I went back downstairs and, and had a look at these people, they come from all walks of life. Some you went downstairs yeah, and had a look? Absolutely. You, did you go downstairs to say to GC, listen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, no, no, you're a filth bag. You're a filthy, filthy man. But look, I looked you at You went it. downstairs to check out the participants. Some, I would definitely, you know, pigeonhole. <laughs> no, let me finish. Some, like just visually, I would pigeonhole straight away as a swinger. Others... They're just big, fat, bald blokes like us. Me. <laughs> now, you're not bald, but you're fat. Like us. And, like, there were attractive women there. Probably they could have been doctors. But Nurses, do I don't know, but they looked like normal human beings. Surely it, surely it becomes like school sport when you're the, when, when, when you're the unco yeah. and there's two kids picked as captain yep. and you're always the fucking last one picked because no one wants you on the that team. That would definitely happen. <laughs> Isn't that how it would work? Yes. You'd be a wallflower just standing there. <laughs> just waiting yeah, for just whatever. That'd be frowned upon just staring, I think. No, but just waiting for, to be picked. Just waiting to be picked. Anyway, that was happening, and like, wow, it's a different world, isn't it? I just like. Hang on, they booked a pub. I would have been open well, to that caper in my early days. They booked a pub. Yeah, they booked a pub. And what happens then? Well, they go home. There must be like a central location nearby where. Oh, drama. Shit! Just spilled a bottle of water. It's all right. Where where the um the action. Takes place. Oh wow! The m- menage a trois and all that no, sort of. No, that's not how what it is. It's it's lots of different. Like it's wow. It, it's it's literally twister. No, but isn't. Oh mate, I've just got no idea. Okay. I thought swingers was just you know you go rightio keys in a bowl and everyone goes away as couples. Yeah, uh, look, different couples. I though. think it's just open slather in that environment. Um, there's there's probably rules like tap out rules. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I'd imagine there's like you know. Like, you know, key words you say (laughs) to extract yourself from the position that you're in. Um, Like, if you, you know, I don't know. Uncle! Uncle! Yeah, there's something like that. I don't know. Swingers, you know what? Someone listening to this podcast would have partaken in one of those things. There's no doubt about it. I'm putting it out there. No. If I uh, help, no, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. What are you prom- putting out there? I was gonna promise a prize if you oh. could prove it. But then, you'd have, then you'd have to no, prove it. I, I do not want, want proof. We don't want that on our service. I don't want to know. We don't want that on our service. Yeah. Anyway, we were talking about board games and we got tomorrow. On yeah, it's it's Fun Friday. Oh, fuck, I thought you guys had Swingers Day. <laughs> the EFTM Swingers Party. Come down to Sefton Road, Thor Lee. <laughs> You've just put that on the record, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say the number. They were oh, thirty-one. <laughs> 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 Just ring the doorbell. We'll judge you on the security camera thanks to you. Again. <laughs> and we don't... We, we can pull the blinds down and turn the lights off. Get out of this, quick! FTM podcast. FTM oh, wow. Podcast. Oh. Ah, finally some sanity at last. You know what I'm excited about? What? 
I was out earlier having a lunch. I yep. came back and there was my Kogan.com order was sitting on my desk ready to go, but oh, it was ready woo! to go. It How is. excited were you when that turned up? Oh, look, I saw the packaging, the famous Kogan packaging arrive via some courier. It was a lovely woman actually on the on this occasion, and uh, I thought it was for me because I've ordered a new weather station through Listen, Kogan. Ladies and gentlemen of the EFTM audience, let and, me bring, uh, you, bring you into the world it's of to arrive online shopping because there's drama. Some time ago. Um, Chris told me. Yeah, I did. He'd calling you, Chris. I'll be honest. Don't ever do it again, Christopher. Yeah. <laughs> She's like Christopher. <laughs> Christopher. Um, uh, Chris told me he'd ordered something on Amazon.com.au. What did. was it? Do you remember? Uh, what was that? Uh, it was a Philips Hue product, it, yep. a switch, you'd, and you'd, some other you'd, thing. You'd bought a few products, and you were wondering when they were... He kept saying, yeah. uh, if he wasn't at the office, he'd say, my delivery comes, my delivery yeah, comes. Yeah. I said, mate, show me your fucking order. No, no. You've logged on to Amazon.com, and it's yeah. .com.au, yeah. and .com, and, and everywhere. You've got text messages from Amazon saying there's deliveries coming. They're from Amazon Japan. Yeah, they're in Japanese. I mean, basically, yeah. you haven't placed an order. I didn't place an order. So, it, it never came off So when card. you said to me the other day, I'm waiting for a Kogan order, I said, yeah. well, can you prove that you've actually bought it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I and did. You then searched your email, yeah, because there was no proof that you'd made the order. I couldn't I see any couldn't order see reference it. in your email, none at all. You know, you logged why? onto the Kogan website, nothing. Yeah, do you know why you used the EFTM address and not your? Bar? I've worked out. I've actually got two Kogan accounts. I've got one for Gmail and one for EFTM. I don't know how that's happened, but there are two Kogan accounts, and obviously I did it through the EFTM account. You're just not very good at this online shop. Oh no, paper. I'm pretty good at it, Trev. I've bought a lot of things online, but I've just had a, a bad run. I've had a bad run, and now I've been informed by Mr. Kogan that my delivery will take a couple of weeks because it's not stocked, yeah. whereas yours came straight away. No, no, that took two weeks. Oh, right, okay. After I blew up. All right. Well, um, it's going to come here probably when you're away, actually. Yeah, right. You're away next week, aren't you? And the week after. And the, so you're away for two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. Right, <laughs> be interesting office hours for me those uh, two weeks. Although you do have the cameras in here, you can monitor my work as we. I can also turn them off as well. I guess could have a swingers party during that period. <laughs> like you got eight cameras. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad my wife doesn't listen to this. Um, I'm a bit nervous because there's a couple of friends of ours that do. They do swing. No. All right. <laughs> listen to the <this> show. <laughs> I'm Jim. Oh, what names? I know no one. No. Oh, no, oh, I don't. You've got your suspicions about oh, someone? Look, if you're involved in that community, it's like loose lips sink ships. You wouldn't be um, telling anyone else. It's like Fight Club. No one talks about Fight Club. Except for the people that have Fight Club in the pub. Yeah, that's right. Which still strikes me. I don't know, I understand. But anyway. But look, um, you struggle at online shopping. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, look, I, I don't, well, I do. Yeah. Um, well, the first instance was a, I just put the wrong credit card in, the wrong details, so I got rejected. I just obviously I don't get to that last page and fully comprehend what I've just done, which is a problem, isn't it, Trev? Well, I, in I'm, many areas, I'm worried that you're actually just rampantly online shopping. No, I'm not. Um, no, I have to have a war chest at the moment um, in my corner just in case things happen. So no, I'm not. That's not true. But I did need to buy a new Natatmo um, weather station module outdoors. Tell us why you decided to buy a new Natatmo weather station. Because the previous one, what about the indoors one, oh, no, no, no. See, so that... yeah, the smaller. So you got the, the the taller one with the light beam down the middle, yeah. and then the smaller one. Which I'm not sure is actually meant to go outdoors, but I had it outdoors anyway. Yeah, it's undercover. Yeah. And uh, it just broke. It doesn't work. And when I opened it up, it's actually full of spiders and webs and stuff. When I asked you about your Natatmo, it was because you really needed to monitor the oh, well, yeah, well, in, in, interior yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. air quality. Air quality was bad. Why was that, Bodog? Well, because at the moment we've got two cars and my wife's driving one of them, which is the beautiful Holden two, Equinox. Two, uh, review, um, cars two review cars. Two review cars. So my wife's 
We've got a hold of Equinox for six months. We're delivering reports every month, keeping you, the dear listener, informed about the latest in cars. So basically, we've got a, a road happening. Um, and our Toyota Camry is sitting in the garage. Now, it's a hybrid, so it's got a battery, and I assume not driving it for an extended period of time means the battery's going to discharge or it's just not good. I don't know. So I have every weekend been starting it up putting the, the heater right up in the car because that's what they do at the mechanics to turn it over and warm it up really quick. So for 10 minutes, I normally set an alarm, then I go and turn it off. Well, on what day was it? Monday? On Monday in the morning, I, I did that and went to work and left the car on. So my garage is connected to my house, but the door remains open because the cat goes in there to sleep. The cat's still with us? The cat's still with us. But the carbon monoxide readings were off the charts, let me tell you. You know what I find interesting too about that situation? Try to fucking gas your cat. Yeah, I did. I find interesting about that situation, the fuel dial didn't move. It had been, well, it would have been running, then stopping, then running, then stopping, which is the nature of a hybrid. They hardly used any fuel. So that's weird. But I've got, Somehow, I don't know how this has happened. I've got three Dyson air purifiers in my house, and uh, they were off the charts. In fact, the pictures I sent you weren't as bad as what they were originally. They said severe in each room. Each room was labelled purple, severe air quality. You opened the door. Did you just go? No, well, no, it just felt hot. Yeah, yeah, it just felt hot. And a little, you could have that petrol sort of smell. And then uh, I didn't even know the car was still on because it was in hybrid mode when I walked past it. And then I looked at these things. I'm getting all these alerts. And I went, wow. But you know what? Those Dyson purifiers cleared the air probably within 15 minutes. Of the whole house. Of the whole house, yeah. So that's pretty pretty good. So there's one in the living room, one in my room, one in filter. Yeah. <laughs> What's your kid's name? Henry. I'd be changing those filters. Yeah, well, they're probably due for a change. But um, anyway, don't leave your car on in the garage. Um, that's just, well, it's stupid. Yep. And I did that. Yep. Anyway, I was in a rush to get to work. My Trev. advice, yeah. open the garage door, drive it out. So it's in the driveway and you go, oh, why is the car still in the driveway? Oh, that's right, because I left it running. Good idea. Yeah. Fuck, you're a genius. You know when we were actually stuck in that Hyundai Ionic frozen on the side of the road, mm. Trev? There is a piece on the video where we ramble on for about two minutes. And at the end of it, we, we well, we just happened to cry out the familiar catchphrase that Hyundai once used. All day, every, every day, day. Hyundai. Hyundai. So you the, know why they did that? I've been thinking about it. Yeah. Because uh, in America, they call it Hyundai. Hyundai. And I think they really wanted to not have us call them Hyundais or right. Hyundais. You think that's the reason? They wanted to make sure we knew it was Hyundai. 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 Is it Hyundai? We say Hyundai. Yeah, I say Hyundai. Fuck, now I'm confused. Hyundai. Hyundai. So no, Hyundai. Hyundai. It's yeah, a Hyundai, Hyundai i30. Yeah, Because they wanted, to, they wanted to ram home that it rhymed with the all day, every day, Hyundai. Yeah, because I was thinking it's actually quite a meaningless statement. Like, it it's, means nothing. It's trying to teach us how to say the word. That's what it's trying to do. Yeah. So, look, it... <laughs> Sparked a bit of discussion in the office during the week about other catchphrases. Wasn't it a rampant discussion between all of us? It was rampant. I mean, just two of us. <laughs> just, just the two of us. Um, I mean, there are some great ones out there, Trev. You know, we, um, you, we probably actually don't remember some of them, including this one. You know, the interesting one about that is they ripped it off from the United States version oh, really? for Chevrolet. They just replaced the, the lyrics with um, Holden. So oh, it's really? not even but, original. On. Meat pies and... Yeah, they changed the... the, the there is the different... Lyrics. Yeah, it's the same tune, but different lyrics. I want to know the American lyrics. Well, just if you YouTube it and somehow no, play it through the that. desk, we'll be able to do that. And, you know, there's others as well, including... <laughs> yeah, that's 
that's a, that's a classic. It's gone well for them, Zoom Zoom. Zoom Zoom has done particularly well, because, hasn't it? Because as a as a marketing marketing slogan, they've been able to put it at the you know, it's just a footy ground. They can just put Zoom Zoom, yeah, and you know it's Mazda. Absolutely, that was from I think two thousand and two. That one, but obviously the the all time greatest would have been. Oh, oh. Imagine you feel that you were the marketing guru who just sat in front of the boardroom and said, I've got it. Oh, what a feeling, Toyota, and we'll jump in the air and freeze frame it. It's good stuff. It is good stuff. It'd be better if you got a clip of every ticket for the decades afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. See, the one that I am disappointed you couldn't find yeah. is uh, the Corolla ad. C-O-R-O-L-L-A-N-A-L-O-R-O-L-L-A-N-A-L-O-R-O-L-L-A-N-A-L-O-R-O-L-L-A-N-A-L-O-R-O-L-L-A-N-A-L-O-R-O-L-
pit town on its radar. So I went to Bunnings on the weekend to get a few other things, and I actually bought a no junk, junk mark. no junk mask sign. <gasps> Let so me tell on, you did something. GC, where are this? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, Amanda loves the junk mail. So, really, mate? When I went home earlier to grab the dumbbells, yeah. and the Arlo battery, yeah, I saw the junk mail in the. I pulled it out. I put it neatly on the kitchen table because she will love that. Really? Yep. I think there's nothing of value in a junk mail. I mean. I was flicking through the Aldi catalogue last night going, oh, fuck, look at that. You know, it's good shit. Yeah. Although this morning at, the, at Channel 9, I was looking at the, there must have been a good guy's catalogue in the Telegraph. So yep. I was looking through it. Four pages of television ads, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I looked at it and went, they've put the same graphic on every TV, yeah. like the same as if it's on the screen, yeah. and just a price tag and a brand. There's no information here. Yeah, no information. Like, it's of no use. No creativity. Because, you know why? And I'll let you get back to your point, but, yeah. but the problem is, if I was laying out a guide to buying TVs this weekend, I'd go, yep. right, here's two pages yep. listed from size, smallest to biggest. And now here's another two pages yep. listed in price, yep. lowest to highest. Right. I'm just going to pick 15 TVs and here they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the brands influence it. So the brands pay uh, for placement. Uh, they pay for priority. Like they do at the supermarket There's, shelves. Mate, Jerry Harvey and JB Hi-Fi make money out of their catalogs. They yeah, okay. They're not wasting money to get catalogs yeah. out there. They, they are charging for the front cover. They're yeah. charging for everything. It's it's a whole... Mate, it's a racket. There's well, it's a racket. On. And I'm sure there's like a kid benefit. Like, you would be getting paid 20 bucks an hour or something to, to do the suburb. But look, the, the sign... for the exercise. <laughs> for the exercise. The sign has had no impact. No, no impact at all. Really? <clears throat> and the breaking point occurred yesterday. When I got home and I opened the mailbox and was sifting through the junk mail, and there it is. There's a calendar. And what month are we in? Uh, May. May. There's a calendar for 2019 with a picture of my house on it for Harcourts. So Harcourts, the real estate agent, have taken a picture of my house, turned it into a calendar, and done it for everyone in the street, obviously, and, and used that as a promotional tool. I think that that is a breach of privacy. Don't you, Trev? But it's on our fridge. I'll get a picture of it and show you tomorrow. They've no, taken okay. a picture of our house, turned it into a calendar, even though we're halfway through the year, and giving it to us. So... It can't be a bridge of privacy because it's the... Well, no, no, you can take photos anywhere, right? I guess. They haven't put a camera... So they're not peeking, the peeking through the... Yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm gobsmacked at the no junk mail sign. It doesn't work. work. It's ineffective. Um, oh, it's small. There a, isn't there a law? Like, isn't it well, a you would requirement? Think that, well, I don't think they're going to be arrested. So I don't I think, think they're going to be fined. Yeah. When has that ever been enforced? Probably never. Probably never. It's one of those things. So, look, I've got a little gold plaque on the front of my... How it's a shit it letterbox, incidentally. It's double-sided tape? Um, yeah, it's just the 3M tape. Um, and there it is. I didn't even stick it on straight. It looks shit. I've got to redo it. But it's not working anyway. So what I'm going to do is just remove the post box because I don't think we need mail. Why do I need mail? Like, why do I need it? Well, I'll tell you, I get the, Apart same, from Red Joe. I get the same letter every month from yeah. Optus. What do they say? Uh, they send me a bill for $200, which I'm refusing you to pay. You get a paper bill. Yep. That'll uh, cost well, you I don't, money. I don't, I don't have an Optus service. Right. Right. So two years ago, I had Optus, oh, okay. played Optus broadband through the cable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the NBM was coming, and Optus was sending letters saying, we're going to disconnect you, we're going to disconnect you, we're going to disconnect you. And I'm like, oh, crap, I better get the NBN. So I ordered the NBN, got Aussie broadband. Done. Yeah, Aussie broadband. And then these fuckers keep sending me bills. So I just rang them up and said, listen, yeah. I disconnected the service. Right. I paid up until the point I disconnected it. Yeah, yeah. I don't care that you think that you can send me a bill for some other month after that, <laughs> but you were threatening me that you're going to disconnect the service. So I'm out, baby. And yep. so they just keep sending the bills. I just go, listen, so I'm not paying it. Are no. they adding interest or no. is it building? No, or I haven't what? opened them. I don't know. I because haven't opened them. These things can they, could be, they could be sending me f- uh, you know, to court. I'm not but, opening but, the letter. That's what I'm saying. These things can spiral out nah, of control and care. lead to a loss of license and all sorts of things. Like the sheriff will show up. Like, sheriff. It can get that bad. 
Yeah, good. Seriously, that, this is what happened. It goes to the. It's like you've been investigating law, court proceedings. No, I have. I have. It goes to um the what's the fucking bureau called the state uh, debt recovery state office. recovery no, office. Mate, that's not once the RDI mate. gets hold of you, no. whether well, the SDR, SDR. Right. Mate, the state debt recovery office deals with fines. Yeah, not it, mate. No, but, but they, they, I reckon it would reach that point. Nah. They go, listen. Mate, or no, they, it's not a state debt. It'll go any credit credit. They reference. farm it off to someone else. It'll go on my credit reference. But listen, I've got no credit anyway. You've got so no credit. You've I, just got I a mortgage. Need, you're a yeah. freelancer. Well, I think, mate, I, I can't get finance anyway yeah. as a freelancer. Yeah. So who gives you a shit if I've got you a black mark against my name? Yeah, exactly. All right. Okay, fair enough. Well, look, that's but highly irresponsible financial advice. Don't have take you, it. Have you checked whether you get many letters? Uh, uh, I do get letters about my super. From AMP. Could you have a word to the postie? Yeah. So listen, if I rip this thing out, just yeah. so you know, just throw it on the driveway. Right. Like, what are they going to do with the letters? That's true. I might rewind back and find out who's delivering this shit and find out what time of day it's happening. I was just going to say, mate, you've got cameras fucking everywhere. You can I see. I do them. have a lot of cameras. <laughs> I could see them. Can't you work anyway, it, it just annoys me. I don't want my box full of fucking paper every time I get home in the afternoon. My letterbox, so to speak. This is the EF10 Podcast, and as usual, we're not talking about anything that we claim to do, lifestyle, cars, or technology. Look, here's another example. (laughs) I honestly... I honestly don't know what I put this on. If I put this on the run, I don't know why, but I, I, I will tell you this. Yeah. Why can't they make packets easy to open? Yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the number one example: pasta. Pasta. Okay. Yeah. Oh, twice a week we have pasta, spaghetti bolognese one night, yeah. meatballs another. Right. Uh, you go. You got the big. You know the red. It's the main brand, whatever they are. The good the one's red one. blue. No, blue's the good one. Barilla nah, or something. I'm not called. paying for Barilla. It's real. Paying for the red one. It's made out of proper germ. And I got kids. Wheat. They don't give a shit. Okay. Okay. All right. They're eating it. That's all we care Just about. Just telling you, Trevor, best gear. If you try and open up. A pasta packet, yeah, like a chip packet. Yeah, it's bound to explode. Goes everywhere. Yeah, there's pressure in it. There's air. Like it's like a vacuum sealed. No, thing. but even forget that. But even just just the top of it, it doesn't open straight. It goes off on angles, yeah. tangents. Yeah, yeah, like I've got to use scissors or a knife. Why? Yeah, I oh, look. I oh, know. What look the at, hell's the look, point of that? It's a problem. And, and when pasta gets on the ground, it just seems to be there forever. Oh, it's, <coughs> again, like it disintegrates. Is it? Yeah, even the Dyson. Like, there's always just a little bit of pasta somewhere. Just gets caught in all the nooks and crannies. I hate that. Oh, but okay. I don't. I'm partial to an Allen's lolly. Yes, mate. The snakes have never been easy to open. No, they, that, you know the top of the snakes packet is like yeah. it's 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 press sealed for about two centimeters. Yeah, yeah I know. It's like four Too lines much. of glue. Just fucking. How? Why can't it be easier to open? Should be like a zipper. There are some M M&M and M packets. Yeah. That have a resealable, like a little tab. M and M sticker. You open them up, and then you, you fold it over, and there's a sticker to, to hold it down. Really? Yep. Why? Do they go no, stale? You know, uh, look, I'm talking not a tiny leaning pack. I'm talking the oh. mid size. You know, like M and M's never melt in your hair, do they? No, only your mouth. <coughs> That's what they were invo- and they invented for the military. The the military. You don't you don't know the back end story of M and M's? I just you talk you tell it. I'm going to Google it to make sure. What it's happened? True. The creation of M and M's. Well, basically, it's a copy of Smarties. But M and M's, right? Yeah, okay, so suck. So so the military were trying to work out a way to provide sustenance and keep sugar levels high for the soldiers in humid, moist, warm conditions. And they found out that this 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 group Smarties were doing their thing. So they thought, you know what? That's a good idea. We can coat chocolate in this candy-like substance, which will then prevent the chocolate from melting and there, and give it to the soldiers. So the soldiers will walk around with this thing. And eventually it became so popular during the wartime, they went, you know what? We can turn this into a commercial venture. And then obviously onwards and upwards, M&Ms have just escalated from such a simple idea to the behemoth they are today. It was born out of the, the, the US military. 
M&Ms. Smarties are British, M&Ms are American. I know that because I do a lot of Wikipedia. I just worry. You know what? It's true though, isn't it? Are you reading it's it? It's broadly true, yeah. Yeah, it's broadly it's not broadly true, it's one hundred percent true. Oh, it's broadly true. There's a lot of other details to it. Oh yeah, but details aren't I important. Just, you get the crux I'm of what I'm saying. Why are you worried? Because I think you read too much shit. I don't think, mate, knowledge is power. And when you have power, you can do a lot. Do you reckon that's why you're bald? Like you pushed all the hair out with knowledge? <laughs> yeah. No, it's more genetics. Okay. Like literally, it's genetic. So that's a stupid thing from a <laughs> stupid person. who doesn't, like... You, you, just, you just got too many facts. You're obsessed with M&Ms. You've been to the stores. Like you want to do it when we go on trips. Let's go get the M&Ms and all this shit. You eat them constantly and you didn't know the back end story. I don't need to know the... Fu- that's mate, very disappointing. I don't need to know how to make the watch. I just fucking want to know the time. Yeah, well, I think if you've got a passion, you should know all the intimate it's details. A passion. I just like the taste it's of the It's a passion. Fuckers. Just like Coca-Cola. You're a simple man with simple passions. You really are, Trev. I'm a super taster. You are super. That's a thing. Even I Googled that one as well, and I believe you now. You've got to get the test. Yeah, you do. How do they do it? There's a test like a like a swab you put swab on, test. and it gives a colour on your tongue or on the swab that shows you how many taste buds you've got because it's too many taste so buds. So you have more. Too many. As Way opposed to many. less. Shitloads too many. So that you sort they're of all, amplified taste. Yeah, it's just not good, basically. Because you really recoil away from like... Normal things like uh, you like lettuce, but it has to be iceberg. Yep. If it's not iceberg, you almost collapse. Yeah, it's all in shock. Yeah, it's yeah. just anyway. He's a weird fellow with weird um, tendencies. Oh, that's a bit hard. One of them's not swinging. Look, it's not raining, and it hasn't rained for a long time, unfortunately, in yeah, Sydney. Yeah, I might go and water the garden when I get home. Yeah, well, you're, you're going to be faced with a, a pretty big issue shortly because they're introducing water restrictions. It's been a, a long time since uh, I can recall water restrictions. Have we got a desalination plant? We've got a desal, but that's only providing around 13 15% of the city's water supply. What was the point of it then? And it needs to ramp up too. Like, once it opens, it's like this long ramp up. It takes Turn it six on. months. It's bullshit. Yeah, I don't agree with it either. But they, prob- they probably know what they're doing. There, there, was that... Uh, Let's get political. Was that done under a Labor government? Like uh, it was a fucking outrage. I think it was, yeah. It the was contract. Like we're paying, we paid millions and millions of dollars when it's not running. Yeah. It's just been sitting there. Just run it. Just sitting there. Just run it. Someone's had to be in there all that time, and it hasn't been working. And then it got smashed by the, the storm. storm. Yeah, I know. Anyway, why are we talking about that? So, look, I, I think as a nation, we need to harden up and, and, and face the prospect that, look, there are more people moving into this country. Um, there's less water. The climate may well be changing. I don't know. People say it is. Other people say it isn't. I can't make my mind up. Well, I'm just glad we've got global warming because it's fucking cold right now. It'd be really, really, really cold if we didn't have that. We need to start drinking recycled water. Now, <laughs> I, I've got recycled water at home thanks to we've Flow Systems. Where they fucking ad for them? Take our, them so many it's times. not an ad because they charge for the roof. I don't like them. And sometimes they overcharge. They take our sewage away and they send it back crystal clear water. There is no problems drinking it. I admittedly haven't drank it. But I think that you wouldn't pass away if you did. I'm going to get... Uh, other here's, what's here's what's happening. I'm getting GC to get me two bottles. I'll drink it. One of your tap water, I one will of your drink shit it. water. Mate, I've had it all over me. Like, Henry's had it all over him. Like, you run through the sprinkler. There's no dramas. It's safe. It's perfectly safe. If you can wash your clothes in it like they allow you to, then why the hell can't you drink it? So you're it? saying, Chris Bowen for government, yep. we should be drinking our shit. I'd be pushing for all of our sewage water to be recycled en masse. So fuck the desal plant make a sewage recycling plant and that can supply everyone. Because you know what, Trev? The water that comes over, that tap over there, see that one over there? Even the water that's in that bottle is essentially recycled water anyway. 
Because once water has left your body, for example, through urine, it goes through the system, it goes through a sewage plant, which cleans it, then it goes out to the ocean somewhere, then through evaporation, it ends up back in the sky, and then lands on the ground again, and somehow we end up drinking it. Water is constantly just going round and round and round and round circles anyway. Water is recycled. In that process, lots of things are taken out along the way. Example, sewage that's recycled. Everything's taken out. That's why we're allowed to use it to a certain extent. So you maybe you should start a business called shit water. Pink taps. That's what I'm calling it because they're all our taps are pink, which separate them Sounds from the normal. Like the pink bats, mate. So just pink run. Taps. With, just run with shit water. So okay. Would you buy a bottle of shit? Bottled water the shit shops? water. What, what? I think we come up with more creative. Poo water. Uh, shit water. Okay. But you put s asterisk hashtag t. Yeah. Water. With the poo emoji, and you just mate, that would sell like hotcakes. Trev, tomorrow I'm going to bring in two um, coffee mugs. G- GC needs to do it. GC needs to bring bring two bottles that are no. marked one and two, and tell, tell me which is one and which is two. We need to do it. two being no, the no, 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 no. We're going to do a taste test, a I'm blind, bl- a blind taste test. You're not mate, going to drink it. No way. I've, I've had it, mate. I don't want to drink your shit. It's not necessarily mine. It will. A percentage of it's your shit, it's mate. All of pit downs. Mate, we're we're close, but we're not blood brothers. And we're not shit brothers either. A lot goes down the toilet. Eh? It's not just that either. Like people chuck all sorts of stuff down there. Like, you, like oh mate, have you seen I those stories? Like in the UK, but should we just end now? Where there's mounds of just conglomerated, if that's a word, like horrible stuff. No, mate, I don't, I'm, that I'm they have to flush out through the system. It's just incredible the way that the, the pipes work. Anyway, look, yeah, look, I can water all day, every day, here day when the water restrictions are on. That's basically all I wanted to say. So, na 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 na. Everyone else's lawn's going to go dead, but mine's going to be just flourishing. Can you uh, like take home these empty bottles and fill it up with shit water so I can water my grass at home? We could arrange that. Yes. But um, we wouldn't want to get it mixed up though. One day you bring, my, you bring one back for me to yeah. for me to take home and fucking water my I'm gonna, grass. I'm gonna swap one over one day, and you'll just drink it for a month and not even know. Is there a filter in that thing? No, there's no filter. I don't know how you meant to clean that thing, but we haven't. Can you look that up? We're talking about a water cooler. The other day it was funny, wasn't it, Trev? Just before we end this crap, was it? We had a, a water cooler conversation. <laughs> <laughs> it's only two meters from our desk. He comes. I walk over and I go, "Hey, go." He goes, oh, "You've been watching your Netflix." <laughs> We're pretty weird. People say, why have we got a water cooler? So we can ensure we have good conversations. We have good, because yeah, we're always contenting, and that's where some of our greatest ideas have come up. I think the Ionic idea was born there, probably, or really? near it. Yeah. Yeah. Are we really doing a board game day tomorrow? No. Nah. Oh. oh, well, if there's any demand for it overnight, say people tend to, you know, if they download this straight away, hear that. How many How many messages? I would require would at least... Need? Five messages. That's a lot. No, well... Like, overnight. Well, it's a big ask for me to play board games, so I'm asking the listeners to really produce something big. So we need five either Facebook messages, yep. to tweets. Yeah. Five from a unique two. They can't be the same person on multiple platforms. No, they can't be. Instagram messages, yep. something that yep. says, yep. do the board game. If we can get five sources of input from our fans, well, I'll be happy with that, and I will take part in a live stream monopoly. Can I just say one more thing? Yeah, mate. The World Health Organization have just started the world's longest video stream. Have you heard about that? No. So they've got a camera which is focused on a plastic bottle, and it's all about how long it takes to degrade. You know, it takes 450 years. So they reckon... They're going to have this camera rolling for 450 years. Mate, we've got and you cam- log on to- I've got a camera from 10 years back there. That thing won't work anymore. <laughs> you log on to a website and it's literally there. Like, 
Who's going to police that in not just you know ten years? Oh, I was just going to say hundred years. Put in the fucking diary. Yeah. This time next year, let's check it's still going. If it's still going, exactly. Anyway, that's all I've got. <laughs> we finished. I'm literally out of ideas. I've you know, rambled enough. Oh, we should have spoken about the Bose frames. They're good. Oh, there's a great video on the Facebook page and the YouTube if you want to see them about us wearing sunglasses and looking like idiots. Yeah. All right. Enough. All right. Well, that's the EFTM podcast for episode 66. It's been great having your company, Trevor Long. I'm Chris Bowen. I'm Trevor Long. Until next time. Bye for now. Bye-bye.